The following episode is with three Twitter influencers who collectively started their own investing community of followers known as the M Group. You've seen users within the FinTwit community use the M letter emoji in their username. Well, these three guys are the ones that pioneered the Twitter movement. In this episode, we discuss the movement that they started, what their core values are, the current state of the FinTwit community, pumping stocks, and most importantly, what's led them to pivot away from the M group and Discord server that they originally started and go back to their roots of love, peace, and printing. We hope you enjoy it. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Disrupting Podcast. This week, we are so privileged to have the core founding group of the the M team. Uh, we got Muslim Trader, we got Bones, NFT, and Trader Joe. Gentlemen, how's it going? Good morning, man. I appreciate you having us. How's it going? Yeah, I, I think everyone is excited to hear from from you guys. You've uh, you've made your mark on FinTwit. You've rallied a you know a core community of people, and in the process, you've helped people make money. So I think we're all eager to know more about yourselves, what um, brought you guys together, how you guys met, and then how you started this like Twitter revolution. So I don't know who wants to kick things off. How did you guys like meet up? Uh, I can I can I can kick it off. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean I, I think for the most part I think majority of retail traders kind of got in um, into the whole trading scene in two, 2020 during the March crash. Um, you know, and many of us didn't know what we were doing. You know, didn't understand uh, what to expect, etc. Uh, and, and kind of just took a, you know, nosedive right into, um, into the market, um, with, with, I, I would say no expectations, right. Um, for myself, you know, I started, you know, trading crypto probably in 2017, 2000, end of 2016 into 2017. Um, you know, I had the traditional 401k, uh, you know, accounts from work. Um, so I, I really started trading um or dabbling into the market in what march i would say april ish probably april um and kind of went from there you know i i i started trading airlines and, and cruise you know all, all of the retail stocks um big tech you know companies um a lot of the a lot of the companies that you knew will recover um like for example spirit you know it, it was inevitable that something like spirit or delta would recover so i took advantage yep. of all of those dips i got into like spirit at like seven bucks um i played um you know stocks like overstock because e-commerce was blowing up yep. around four bucks etc so um really started off uh doing that kind of stuff and then um you know i'm not going to go through every detail but um you know it kind of transitions and transitioned into uh spacs nicklo was my first spac i traded and ever since then i, I love trading spacs um, and kind of just focused on on stacks, uh, even even till today, man. Uh, you know, eighty, I would say seventy to eighty percent of what I trade trade is stacks. And um, so we we you know after trading for months, right? I, I realized that you know every time I lost, um, you know, regarding a trade, it was due to me relying on someone else's trade, right? And a lot of these, you know, at the time, there wasn't many groups. I mean, you, you had uh, groups like Atlas and, and a couple other ones um, that, that the majority of, of people truly relied on them. Um, whenever they posted a ticker, they kind of jumped in and, and kind of hoped for the best. There was no reasoning. There was no logic behind why or what they bought. Um, so, so that continued, right? And, you know, I, I, started, I started seeing people and, you know, as I learned, right, I started learning a lot. I, I working from home um, full time uh, gave me the ability to learn how to trade. And I had time to, to watch videos and read and, and all of that, right. Working from home. Um, so I was able to uh, accelerate my understanding of the market uh, fairly quickly. And um, so as I started to learn, you know, I started seeing uh, a lot of younger investors or new investors uh, continue to blindly follow people's trades and it, it, honestly, at one point, man, it started pissing me off, right? Um, not not because of what they were doing. It was it was because of what the people 
who knew what they were doing were doing, right? If that makes any sense. Um, and they did, they just didn't know any better. And um, as you learn, you kind of see through bullshit and, and you kind of gain a understanding and appreciation of, of, of the market and, and how, uh, you know, how crooked it is and, and how people play those, uh, you know, those games. Right. And um, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I aligned with a few people at first uh, that had the same, you know, vision as me and the same concerns and the same, um, um, you know, issues that I had. And we, we just kind of connected, it started off with like three or four guys um, as a joke, man. And we just continue to tell people to like take profits, right? That was our biggest, um, our biggest like um, saying, right? Through every single day, man, like you, you have a lot of these uh, meme stock, you know, pumpers and pumpers in general that uh, continue to preach diamond hands and, and all of that. And uh, <laughs> essentially what happens is, right? 90% of people who have that mentality lose uh, not only, um, you know, that specific holding, right? They, they probably lose their entire portfolios, right? So uh, not many people were preaching, like taking profits and, and scaling out, right? A lot of people were telling traders what to trade, right? Versus how to trade. Um, and, and that's really why we came to be what we are today. I, I feel like um, a lot of new investors really needed a different perspective of, of the whys and, and the hows versus the what's, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's how we kind of evolved. And, I, and a quick story, and I'll pass it on. Uh, Trader Joe was, you know, he started off, you know, he he's one of the best trolls on Twitter, right? FinTech. <laughs> and um I think yeah, at one point actually, I blocked I blocked Joe. You yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah. I would say I, I would we'll say most people blocked Joe, right? I'm on the block list. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've made it. You know, I, I was I was targeted, so it's like a badge of a badge of honor, right? <laughs> yeah, he's dude. Joe's harmless, man. One of the best guys I've met uh, on Twitter. Um, yeah, but anyways, I'll I'll make this quick. You know, he was trolling me one one day, and. Uh, I have thick skin. Like I don't very, very rarely I would block someone. Right. And, uh, yep. you know, if someone's trolling me, I would, I would kind of go along with them and, and troll back. Um, that's just how I am and who I am. And, um, he was trolling me and it didn't work. And, and he like, I, 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 if I can remember, I think one of his last, uh, comments were like, damn, man, I, I don't usually get good comebacks. That was a good comeback. And then after them, we were like best friends on Twitter, right? So, uh, but yeah, That's how it, evolves. it all started from there. So, well, Joe um, Bones, yeah, I mean, I imagine your story is very similar. How you guys all got together? Anything else you guys want to add to that? The genesis of uh, this core group of guys. So basically, like just to touch on what Muz just talked about it. Uh, you know, we all started trading. You know, we had the lockdown. A lot of people, you know sports gamblers and all whatever you want to call it but a lot of people gravitated towards uh, stocks you know that was the only thing obviously that's still open a lot of people probably reflect on the fact that 2008 2009 crash anybody invested around that time probably quadrupled their money and understood that this is a good time to start investing so we did like much what he said you know we all kind of did our own thing we didn't know each other but through connections and through trolling of course by myself and others as well and then obviously we see the big names, you know, out there uh, tweeting and pumping and uh, taking the profits while they're saying they take the profits or not. And now uh, we just came together, you know, our main core value was the fact that, you know, we wanted to make sure we preach, you know, take your money, man. It's, it's not bad. Cause I, always, I hated the fact of paper hands, diamond hands. I always say, you know, my paper hands hold more money than a diamond hands with no money. Yep. You know, so go get your money, man. A lot of people, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's your money. So we wanted to preach that. So a couple of us had the same core value. Uh, and then another thing is uh, sell when you want. You know, somebody tells you it's 20 bucks, 40 bucks. Even if it's my ticker, man, if I'm pumping or whatever you want to call it. If I'm pumped about it, want to keep going, let me keep going. If you want to take the profit, you feel comfortable with the 20, 30, 40, whatever percentage it is, take it. And that's what we try to focus on teaching people. And a lot of people didn't understand that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, unfortunately, like you guys had mentioned, the fundamentals are lost with a lot of these amateur traders and they're misled with this kind of toxic rhetoric of, you know, to the moon and, 
you know, it's incredibly discouraging, but also refreshing at the same token that you guys were aware of this and then took the initiative to, you know, to kind of drive that level of awareness and unite under one, one roof. So for our audience, these guys, if you've seen a lot of people and their, their usernames, there's the M symbol. I think we all want to know, like, why the M, the blue M, it's the, the emoji. Uh, Muzz, were you the one that dropped that first? I, I figured that would only make sense because you've got, you know, M in your name. Anyone want to comment, Bones, on the, on the origin I'll, I'll of the bone, M? I'll let, yeah, I'll let Bones take this one. But um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of us had the M in our names before the M was a, was a thing. Just because we had M's in our names, right? Um, yeah, but I'll let, I'll let Bones, I'll let Bones take this one. Knock yeah, it out, man. Bones. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I remember generally when we first made uh, the M, you know, uh, Muzz, Muzz and Joe, they brought me into a group and, you know, we basically just figured out how are we going to kind of uh, recognize each other. And it was just basically the M and uh, the whole point about the M from the very beginning, even though we were trolling for a very long time and, you know, we, we still like trolling. I think a lot of people do is you know, we want to be able to help others and help people um, kind of navigate a lot of the things that we may have had to learn the hard way in the market. And, um, you know, I think one of the big things that me, Muzz, and Joe kind of preach, you know, the big thing that is always there is just risk management and uh, just really watching your downside and just really having an understanding of what you're doing in the market. I think a lot of people, you know, they get into trouble when they don't know what they're necessarily not what they're doing but what they want from the market they uh you know they come in and they know they want to make money they yep. think they want to trade but then they end up investing and uh you know you really just have to have you know i hate sounding like timothy sykes in a way but you really just have to have a plan <laughs> i can't you know? stand that guy on youtube dude yeah you know it's it's just a lot of those basics but it's true you know you just yeah. really need to have a plan really just need to know what you want from the market and uh yeah man you you, you just you won't go wrong typically, especially in a hot market like this, as long as you have a plan. When you get into trouble is when you, you know, you get caught in positions, you don't quite know what you want. And, uh, you know, you, you start trying to prove the market wrong. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's, uh, you know, this is kind of me kind of going back on our original question. But, uh, yeah, I think that that's kind of like the main things that we, uh, that we kind of preach and kind of like the main uh, things that kind of, uh, united the m initially would you guys think it's fair to say that like you know there's a lot of novice traders and you think people were searching for a sense of community it's like you know no one wants to go down the dark alley alone but if i got you know someone to my left and my right you have a little bit more peace of mind it feels like now more than ever communities are thriving on fintwit because you know people are able to collectively you know work together no one person's doing all the work and you know there's been great success in numbers you think i mean I'm glad, I'm glad you bring that up because that's the main core value that we wanted with the m uh it's uh what do you call it look we're all not professionals everybody got their own style and one of the things that like i always did with the with the welcome to the m give him a shot give him or her a shout out when they get the m on their uh, name was the fact that we welcome everybody i'm a teacher so my thing is awesome don't judge anybody i grew up poor i came from a third world so i i hate the feeling of being judged or being put down and yeah. we wanted to make sure we had a community where everybody was uh included welcomed and had all different voice. trading skills yeah i think that is awesome so that's what we wanted to also add in there as well so we we've all learned from each other everybody got their own style we've actually all learned from each other which is good but how would you guys yeah. say you differentiate you know from i mean there's a few communities that we're all aware of um some of which are very pumper driven and i.e i mean i'll i'll be the first to call out the zach morrises who pump dog shit stocks and relentlessly pump it and mislead people into you know to falling into this trap of becoming a bag holder i mean who wants to comment on that dynamic and and what we regularly see on on twitter 
which I know you guys are the antithesis of. So, yeah. I, I, uh, Joe, you can go, go ahead. You can go. I'll, I'll go after you. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Well, my whole observation on all that outside looking in, at the end of the day, it's the uh, responsibility of that person purchasing the ticker. Sure. Uh, they need to start. Uh, to me, I because that's how I learned. You know, I saw certain people. Ah, oh, man, it's getting pumped. I started looking back at five five day charts, one day, uh, one month charts. I'm like, dude, this thing shot up 100 percent like a month ago. It's like the same damn news they're pumping. Uh, so I kind of don't. No one wants to miss the train. Yeah, I don't blame those parties because I kind of see what they're doing. Because the fact that they're taking low flows, they're taking, uh, what do you call it, uh, shares outstanding, see what's going off on the news, uh, if it's going to push, or how many shorts are in there. So if we get volume in there, now we'll push it. Uh, as far as Zach, I love Zach. I've followed him for a long time. If you look at a lot of his tickers, you know, they're really not, a, they're really not pumps. I've followed him okay. since about a year and a half. And then uh, there's others that do pump, so-called pump and dump, but it's also the fact that I kind of, like I said, I don't blame them because of the fact that they're finding tickers that need that extra push. They get pushed up. That's why I always tell people, kind of know where you're at. Is, is the ticker's already up 100, 200, 60%? How much is left of it to keep going or not? That's why you should do those warnings. Hey, start watching uh, such and such ticker, you know, because it's going to get started to get dumped. And what do you know? A lot of the tickers that I post on, I don't know if you guys see my post, uh, they start dumping because I start noticing, you know, the, the volume is kind of going down. I see a lot of big sales going on. And then you can just kind of see it's kind of peaking at the high. It's probably already three hours into the trading hours. You know, a lot of things start pulling back around that time, too. So kind of hard to. Uh, what do you say then to all you guys are out to, to help protect the novice trader to be able to provide just a level of guidance? as a community, what do you say to the people that really don't know what they're doing? They're getting into, you know, they're following those influencers and getting in too late. I mean, so, so, so I'll, 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 uh, I'll say my two cents here. So, and I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a step back. Right. So again, I just wanted to reemphasize that the M literally started off as a joke, right? It was literally a joke. And, uh, it was just a few dudes, man, that just came together and, you know, we all were going through shit, right? You know, COVID and stuck in our homes and, um, you know, family members getting sick. And I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people experienced deaths. And so it was just, it was just, a you know, a, a chance for people to get together and have fun and fit into it. Right. But at the same time, try to preach, you know, you know, preach like what, what was right. Right. And, um, and it just started. It started just evolving, right? And it started growing out of out of. Oh, it was like a and, wildfire. Yeah, dude, and everyone started putting M's on their names because there was no group like the M, right? There was none. There was very, the first there of was the kind. Exactly, man. There was very little groups on FinTwit that that expressed, you know, reality, right? It was just, you know, all the other groups didn't do anything any different, right? It was just like, oh, I like this ticker, everyone buy it, right? There was yeah, no that, context that's a great behind point, it. Buzz. Yeah. 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 No one was really in reality. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and no one was really providing context, right? It was just like ticker A, B, and C is, is amazing. Low float, buy it, right? Um, and then and then I, you know, ever since Fisker, right, and Nicola, you know, I, and I started dying down as far as DD. And um, it's just I don't have the time, right? Work is, you know... Um, we all have lives. You got families. Yeah, of course. Exactly. But I, I used to like, dude, I used to read for hours and, and yep. take screenshots and write my, my thesis, not thesis, but like my reasoning on, on why I like these tickers and why I don't like these tickers, etc. And people really appreciate it. And that, that's where yeah. I started seeing my, my, my followers, uh, increase like pretty quickly. And, um, and it, it was just, you know, it is what it is. You know, regarding these other groups, right? Again, I don't give two shits about any other group on 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 FinTwit, right? Um, it's 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 the people who don't know any better, and you know that's why we have to kind of differentiate what pumping truly means, right? A lot of people throw around this word pumping, 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 and uh, even even if you love even if you love a, a ticker, right? 
um, it doesn't essentially mean you're, you're pumping it, right? You just like it. You post about it. Uh, well, and you know, Muzz, and you guys don't pump. You inform, if you ask me. You know, it's exactly. like, it's like uh, you know, I don't have children, but I know that, like, you can't tell a kid, hey, don't do this. You have to explain why they can't do it. So it's just like, hey, the same thing with a ticker. Buy this, but here's why. You guys inform. You don't pump in, in, my, in my mind. But there are the people that just pump with no explanation, and that's where I think you know there's kind of a morality. There's a yeah. As well. Well, yeah. yeah, I think that's a great point too. People should be able to talk about you know stocks on the internet. We should be able to have discourse about them. And yep. I think it is a very fine line, and you know a, a lot of us who are more you know experienced around these communities can more so differentiate that pretty quickly you know we we understand really quickly when something's an obvious pump or somebody's just really advocating for their position because they really believe in it yep. and uh, you know uh there's a clear difference and yeah i think i think that's uh what we're always trying to do and uh yeah yeah and, and you have to also the one of the biggest pet peeves of mine when it comes to trading is price targets like you would never maybe i did it once or twice you know i, I don't know i don't even really remember but you know ever since i could remember i hated i truly hated when people threw price targets right because it just it just creates a false hope especially with new traders they don't know any better right when 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 you have someone with a hundred thousand followers two hundred thousand followers three hundred thousand followers and they're saying this stock is going to go to 50 bucks right or 200 bucks I mean, they don't know any better, right? They, they create this false reality in their head, right? And they, they're just going to keep buying and or holding until shit hits the fan, right? And then they're they're stuck holding a bag for months or years or whatever the case may be, may be or just cutting for, uh, cutting their losses. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think it's it's deeper than that, right? Like understanding what pump and dumps truly mean, and and essentially it just means you know spreading false information and 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 just to to pump or quote unquote pump a stock right by you know by definition i mean very little people actually do that right post false news uh, articles or whatever they do to kind of get their pumps going right or their stocks going but it's it's a natural thing to do you like a ticker you have conviction for a ticker you you tweet it a lot right i guess now just building awareness pumping. exactly right um but yeah, well, I, I mean, I agree, man. It's just, it's just a lot of these groups they don't, they don't provide context, right? Context. They, yep. They, 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 they charge for their discords. They do this and that, and even, even if they don't provide context and they give you a free service, there's, there's shady shit going behind the scenes. And then if they do charge you, you're paying thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred bucks a month to get information that's free on the web. And it's just a lot. All of this, all of this stuff, man, didn't make sense to most of us, right? It was just like why are we're none of us are professionals right <laughs> we're all like non-professional traders and yeah. it just it just irks us right and i can speak on behalf of everyone right it irks us when people charge for a service uh, when they're not licensed right it, it's just it just logically makes no sense um so a lot of these thoughts you know kind of came together and um this is essentially how we formed right as a group and um, we all like kind of thought the same way and had the same feelings towards uh, people who did charge and people who provided free services, but uh, coordinated pumps, stuff like that. And but Muzz, uh, what about but yeah. this? Just as a thought, and you know, Joe um, Bones, I want to hear your thoughts on this as well. Um, what about you know? Obviously, you do a certain amount of uh, due diligence. You provide some meaningful insights. All of that takes time. Um, you know, if you're running a website, websites cost money, you know, do you fault anyone who, you know, who monetizes just to cover cost or, I mean, you know, if time, that's time you're working that you're, you could be earning elsewhere. I personally, you know, I'm curious what your guys' take on this, but I don't fault someone for charging five bucks a month or you know for a small subscription fee or something like that i mean if i'm making a couple hundred dollars thousand dollars whatever on a trade that's you know that's a netflix uh, subscription or you know yeah so so i'll i'll, I'll go and uh, I, i'm sure bones has a lot more to say about this but um get them at the end of the day <laughs> at that at the end of the day dana right yep to provide a service right 
And again, a lot of people argue the fact that you don't always have to be a licensed professional to provide the service, but yeah. we're in an inter- industry where it's very, um, very risky, man. And someone who just started trading a year ago or two years ago, or even three years ago, man, charging whatever, 10, 30, 50 bucks a month to give their insights, right. To give their opinions to me, to me is silly, right? Because it's for every, for every minute or every set of DD that you do five or 10 other people do it for free. Right. Sure. And, and, and I guess it's, it's the one-on-one time and all of that bullshit. Right. But this, this takes away from, from why traders do what they do, right? You're, you're taking away the effort they should be putting in themselves. When you're, when you're telling people what to do or how to do things, right? They're going to, they're going to create this sense of laziness, right? And then they're going to start relying on you. And every time you lose, they lose, right? So rather than charging someone and telling them what to buy, right? You should just tell people how to trade and then it's yeah, it's- on them to, to, to kind of, monetize or, or or generate some type of income for themselves monetizing there's no no nothing wrong with monetizing right there, there's so many other ways to monetize and and generate um any type of, of of revenue or whatever um but you know other than charging someone 10 or 50 bucks a month to, to for for um you know ticker picks right uh you can monetize on youtube you can monetize doing a podcast you can there's so much shit, man. There's merchandise. There's, there's so much stuff that you can monetize. Right. Uh, but in my opinion, man, service, uh, t- you know, 2020, everyone was an all-star. Everyone was a freaking all-star, man. So any, any ticker that you picked, it ran, right. It now you're realizing that tickers are not running like they used to. And a lot of these services are dying down because people are realizing like, Oh shit, this guy must not know what he's doing. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that, I, I, and, and also that the majority of these people are just directionally betting. I can't tell you how many people are selling paid services that, you know, they're selling paid services, giving people options advice, and all they do is buy out of the money puts and calls. Um, they, they have no, no in-depth knowledge on, you know, um, cash secured puts, uh, covered calls, uh, you know, synthetic shorts, any kind of other um, option strategies that there are, they're just doing the most dangerous ones that were very lucrative during a very volatile market. And, you know, it's just really dangerous that these people, um, you know, that they're, it's not like they're the really, for the most part, really savvy people. And that being said, um, I've kind of taken a different approach on this, especially the last like month and a half, you know, I've definitely criticize a lot of people in my time especially because of you know what i just originally said there's there's a lot of people that are out here and just how muzz was saying you know everybody was an all-star last year there's a lot of people that are just giving advice on directional bets not realizing that you know they just got lucky directionally betting it's actually really scary um that being said i'm not like um i'm not trying to be on people as much anymore because you know what i've realized is that no matter what people are going to do these things and i can't really change it and what i can do though is help people regardless and help people kind of navigate some of these things i can tell people that you know hey all these paid services are really just you know what you can get on twitter for free or you know in in any free discord um to be honest uh but bones wouldn't you say perhaps not everyone you know, would know where to start. Perhaps people don't have a, a foundation for where to start learning. Do you think that's kind of a fair comment or? Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, I think a lot of us got lucky um, meeting a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. My kind of basic fundamentals from trading come from crypto and knowing a couple of people in my personal life and real life that are just real crypto nomads, really successful and just, you know, just really held me to some of the, you know, basic rules and things and taught me about TA long before, you know, uh, yep. some of these things were ever being really preached. Um, but Did yeah, all you of know, you guys start in crypto? I mean, just curious. Was that like where you really got your first, you got your feet wet with crypto? Yeah, that's where that's where I for sure made the majority of my money in this crypto. And then, but you, and then did you start, to... you started trading primarily with crypto? Unless yeah, you mentioned I mean, back in 2014, I think you said you got into it as well. Oh, me? No, 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 not that. 2016. Um, me. Okay. Yeah. I bought yeah, Dogecoin yeah, yeah. in 2016. Get the fuck I out of here. Where'd you buy it at? 
point zero 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 two, I think something. That a baby. Like that. I've always yeah, but I sold Bitcoin, three months. I'm, what's that? I'm what's that, Bones? Here. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, put your hands. I'm yeah, sorry, Bones. I I was talking over you. Oh, definitely, definitely believe, definitely believe hardcore in crypto. Yep. I mean, people just got to realize with it in its bullish theory or in its bullish, you know, the bull theory is that you know we pump to insane highs, we pull back for long periods of uh, you know bear markets, and then we pump again. So as long as people know that and literally just don't chase and buy things near lows, you'll be you'll be fine. Um, it's kind of crypto in a nutshell right there. But you know, Bones, what do you say to this? That there was the people that bought, you know, Bitcoin in the high 50s uh, because of FOMO. And yet when it fell to like 2930, no one was buying. I mean, think of the irony there, right? Yeah, it, it was pretty insane. I mean, um, it just tells you people don't know what they're buying. They're just yeah, buying they, because their brother or their friend told them or someone, Joe Schmo down the street is buying it, right? Yeah, they're buying it because they saw somebody else get rich. And that's always yep. what it is, right? That's what FOMO is. It's actually greed and it's actually jealousy. And, you know, once you can get over those things and really just focus on you, focus on your portfolio and focus on your capital, that's when you can start doing really great things. In, uh, well, that's what in you and Joe and Muzz were talking about. It's like... You have to have a plan. You have to know what's what you're in, what you're getting in for, and you know where's that threshold where you're, where you're uncomfortable or when you need to get out, uh, which I think is obviously incredibly important to to deploy that plan. Oh, Joe, did you want? Sure. Joe, did you for have sure. anything to add to the crypto? Were you in on crypto early, Joe? No, I, I leave that coins to uh, with JoJo. I yeah. only do that on the blockchains on on the, that's about it. Hey, I'll are you guys? With, uh, when the coins are hot, I'll write them up or write them down, whatever way, no matter. Well, I think none of us will. Um, I mean, we'll all agree, undoubtedly, blockchain, the technology is the future. Um, you know, for me, I've always been intrigued by the technology. And I've uh, sought out, hey, who are going to be the major developers? You know, the IBMs, the Intels of the world, maybe. But I've, I found an ETF. Um, it's just block B L O K that I've invested in. It's had some great returns. Who do you, who are you guys following for blockchain? I mean, it's a few years out, but who do you think are the big players, or who are going to be the big winners here? Muzz, do you have a take on that, or Joe? Nah, bro. I don't. I don't. I don't play crypto much anymore. Anymore? Oh, okay. Yeah. I um. So I sold. I sold uh, Dogecoin three months before it ran to seventy cents. Ah. Uh. Um. Yeah, so I, I think I a lot of people lot did. Of yeah, I mean, it was sitting there for like, what, three, four years. And um, I, I, I told myself I would never listen to anyone and I will never sell this, right? Until it hits, um, you know, whatever. A, a dollar. dollar or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I did. <laughs> I bought Spirit with it, the money I, I had. In it. And uh, yeah, man, I missed out on like five or four and a half million dollars uh, because I didn't listen to my uh, instincts and uh, listen to someone else. And um, yeah, and uh, again, this goes back to why we, what the M stands for, man. It's it's um, self development and and kind of developing a strategy that works for you and um, and and us just helping people realize right what or how to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's it is what it is. But yeah, I uh, haven't played crypto ever since. I had I had a handful of. Uh, Bitcoin when they dropped down to 4,800, I think my average was 6,200. Um, and then I had wow. a bunch of uh, Dogecoin. I bought some Ethereum, uh, but I sold all of my crypto uh, not too long ago. So, but I think um, it's fair yeah, to I say, and I, I appreciate you sharing all that because I think it's it's incredibly healthy for people to hear, you know, that hey, I had this at one point. We all know it's through the roof now. It's so easy for us to fault ourselves in hindsight, but like that's kind of a sucker's game, right? Like, yeah, you know, I could kick myself, you know, in the ass all day long because I sold too early on this. But like the reality is in my mind, you did what was best for you in that moment. And it's like poker. It's like on to the next hand, right? Yeah, you had to fold pocket aces because there's a potential, you know, full house on the board, but on to the next, right? 100%. Yeah. And it also helps people realize that everyone loses, right? Totally. Uh, when you have when when you have individuals that 
claim they never lost or they never post or they never talk about their losses or their misses. Um, that, there's that's losses a huge there. red flag. Yeah, there's yep. a huge red flag right there, right? Um, but it I'm really not discredits yourself. Exactly, 100%, man. I'm not ashamed, you know, to talk about what I lost and, and yeah, I don't really care, right? I'm a human and everyone else makes mistakes and this is the market, man. It's not a one-way street, so. Well, what do you guys say just to, you know, you've you've been in FinTwit now, you know, as, as strong influencers and participants. You know, I, I recognized all three of you guys, you know, way back. You've 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 now seen a lot of different dynamics, a lot of different behaviors, like amongst the community. What what observations are you making today that are different than what you've seen in the past? Like as far as just how people are behaving, trades, uh, like kids, man, like kids. Uh, I could take that. I I kind of like what Muzz talked about earlier, where we were when we were in twenty twenty. A lot of people got that false uh, the misconception of the fact that oh the stocks only go up. Yep. Well, obviously they go up. Everything freaking crashed. You know, we're not. I don't even think it was a real like a major major crash. We have worse, but it, everything dropped down, and then all of a sudden, and then another factor that a lot of people don't take into is we had record numbers of yep. retail breaking into options. Options being loaded heavy on calls makes a big difference, especially off the of bottoms. So a lot of people got the false misconception. You know, they were playing everything. They were going into those, uh, like all those followers. Like they're going to those uh, players. They shoot out a ticker. They kept on putting them in. Oh, let's get it, get it, get it, get it. And then I've noticed a lot around January. And I know January, February, dude, people start taking their money for their taxes. They start taking their profits because it goes rolls over into the next year. Yep. And yeah, recalibrate. Uh, yep. Yeah. Then I noticed a lot of people started. I would see comments like, oh, man. I was up earlier December, man, I'm freaking down in a hole now. I was up this much. Cause they don't know how to like evaluate the market. They don't know where to pull back. They don't know when to take their profits. And then a lot, that's what like Musk talked about the fact that they started seeing these pay groups or whatever it is like, man, I'm not really getting the results I used to get. Of course you're not because everything just went up. That's why I always, I always tell people, that's what, my biggest thing that I learned. It took a lot of emotions out of me. What I call it the double-sided printer. The double-sided oh, like printer. The double-sided printer is like some. I still people. I still get people asking me, "What the hell is a double-sided printer?" Double-sided printer. Printing is basically making money. That's my interpretation of that. And the double-sided printer is playing puts, playing short, or going long, or playing calls. So yeah. play whatever whatever's in there. Go with the flow, man. If it's going down, if it's bad news, and it's your ticker, don't be emotional and hold on to it, losing money. Put it, get some puts, go short, whatever it is, get some money out of it. Uh, like, what's it, uh, Nokia, uh, Nokia, you know, had all that bad news. People were like, oh, I'm still holding. I'm going to just average down. Average down to what? They just got reports like they're faking the whole thing. Just buy puts, buy short. Double up the money that you ran up to 100 or whatever it is. So that's the biggest thing I've seen. Like a lot of people are slowly kind of, a lot of people getting, I would say a lot of people getting smarter because more and more are watching, more and more are becoming aware. Could be from our group. It could be multiple groups that are kind of doing the similar things. Uh, so a lot of people I think are start, are slowly learning because they're more are getting humbled at a more of a normal market now. Yeah, I mean, Bones, what do you think about that? You think uh, it's fair to say that some people had to learn a hard lesson or what observations have you made? Yeah. Yeah, man, I think that's something I've learned because uh, my, my experience for a long time was uh, I helped out a lot of different discords for a long time before I was active on FinTwit. And, uh, and so I, for a long time, saw a lot of people just not really quite getting it. And I really wanted to kind of help a lot of these people understand, you know, uh, why they're, you know, struggling chasing things and, you know, just different things they can do to avoid that. Um, what I've learned, though, over the last couple of weeks is no matter what you tell people, you know, sometimes people just really need to learn. Um, and, you know, there's nothing, there's no better teacher than learning from experience through our own actions. And, you know, I yeah. think that's true to be said. And uh, we all got to learn some of those lessons the hard way. All of us, you know, can repeatedly hit, you know, the same key points over the head. But, uh, you know, we all have to learn some lessons. So, yeah. It's part of growing up, right? For sure, man. It's part of anything. It's part of life. And I think people got to understand that. And as long as, you know, they're, they're using good risk management, they're not, you know, 
yellowing their entire account into positions. They're having um, correct position size. They're not chasing things at high levels. It's as easy as this with low floats, man. As it, low float stocks, a lot of these pennies that everybody talks about, um, even with facts too, it's kind of the same applied method. Is you're just literally buying low and selling high. Look for 52-week lows. Look for things that are bottomed out. As soon as things start running, um, that's a sucker's game, man, you know? It's a zero-sum game trading stocks, especially in a liquid things when liquidity is low it's very zero sum and you got once people realize that and uh they'll start seeing some some success i would say so yeah, yeah. just be able to identify opportunities and so joe you mentioned you are a teacher i've always been in the mindset that like i'm kind of angry with the educational system that they have failed to teach you know society how a dollar comes and goes from your wallet i feel like these core fundamentals should be taught in in school growing up you know just the core basics so that you know we don't have lazy americans we don't have you know kids not working when they're growing up and we don't have issues with debt and credit cards i mean what you're a teacher I, I, what's your take on this how come it's not in the curriculum i think it's set up on purpose oh, like really? I, I, wow I just not not from speaking as education. I'm speaking from money wise, up top, uh, big money, uh, banks, and all that. I don't that. I always argue with certain people regarding. I grew up poor. Uh, you need to educate yourself on if you want to get out. You need to grind if you want to get out. Uh, and I've taught in inner city, and I teach right now at a title title one, which is a low income uh, school. With low incomes, are generally uh, that's awesome. Ninety uh, percent or more are needing of some kind of aid. So it's so, a, like lower socioeconomic class. Yeah, and it's kind of set up that way because the thing is, they well, you and I don't see like I, I'm blessed now. We go poor, like I said, I'm blessed. I have what I need. I don't have to worry about nothing much. Yep. Uh, when you're in that status, you're constantly just trying to survive. Everything yep. that comes in is going out somewhere. And a lot of them, even though you might teach them, they might they don't have the funds for it. They don't have the ability for it at the moment. It takes them some time. And sometimes a lot of people don't see five years ahead, 10 years ahead. You know, like I can grind. We grinded for like 10 years before we finally broke. And like, damn, now I can see it all. But a lot of people don't see that. They want the instant satisfaction. They want it now, want it now. That's why it's kind of like you see those aids, you know, those uh assistance that's that's a now factor okay it gets me going for the next week i can still use it and then that's where people start getting a little bit lazy i do wish you know if it's it brought up i would like to talk to my students about it but i know i can't just for you know legal legal issues you know you start getting these parents and so we don't i don't bother i teach pe you know i get them active i try to get them moving so that's something that sh i i strongly believe it should be but i also believe is it's done for a reason to keep the status quo is from uh, the top and bottoms and the middles, you know, where they're at. So what a sick yeah. reality, right? Well, Hey, so Muds, you were talking earlier. Um, you guys have the M group, you guys have your discord. Um, now we're, we've kind of evolved where, where's the current status of the M group, the community, where, where are we at right now? So I'm, I'll 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 touch up on, I'll touch on this and then I'll let uh, Joe uh, explain explain it. Um, so, and I, I actually wanted to say this in uh, part of the last uh, topic or discussion: um, the behaviors and the personalities and um, yeah. and and just how people are acting on FinTwit. I, I think when the market is is not doing well. Um, I, I think it's just natural that people find um, they need or they need to find something to talk about. Um, and it's usually re revolved around drama and hate. Um, and there's a big difference between trolling and and truly causing issues within a community. Right. And um, you you saw like, you know, a lot of people started throwing M's on their names and it was getting out of hand and you had hundreds and probably thousands of people at one point with 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 those symbols on their names and oh, yeah. i probably knew what two percent of them like literally i probably knew one or two percent of of the people who had the, the symbol on the name and um 
you know, you started seeing people, I don't know if it was due to envy or I don't know if it, I honestly, I don't know, right? I don't want to judge someone's intentions, but you had other groups forming and you had other personalities forming and uh, you, you saw a lot of people starting to generalize a group of, of individuals and that that started causing issues on, on Fintwit, um, you know, just generalizing in general based on, you know, someone's response to something or, uh, you know, someone disliking someone. So let's just generalize an entire group of people. Yeah. Um, you know, we had 5,000 people on our discord, right? Just think about it. Like it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's not responsible, right? It's, it's just childish, right? It's uh, ignorance, right? When you, when you have to generalize a group of people to kind of keep someone down or keep a group down. Um, and we never really let that affect us right uh over the last several months and um and it just continued to happen and happen and happen and um we we honestly we just all agreed to you know i think it was best to to rebrand and um you know due to a lot of reasons right but this is probably one of the main reasons and uh yeah i'll pass it on to joe and and so, bones and they can really quick can continue so i think what if i'm understanding everything you know this thing like i said was like a wildflower you guys had you know thousands of people overnight you know joining this this community of people and then of course you know inevitably there's going to be some outlier bad apples that just don't reflect you know the core values of the group and of course the noisy obnoxious assholes are the ones that really stand out right and so uh you get a few of those knuckleheads and then it's frustrating because it's like gosh you know, that's not why this thing started. Is that fair to say what, where you're going at with that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I mean, no matter what you do, like you said, it's inevitable, right? No matter what you do, what is a beast. part of what, yeah, you, you can't. And people were reaching out to me and, and saying, oh, you're the leader, control your people. Like, come on, dude, this is not no, <laughs> this is not Game of Thrones, bro. Like, come on, Buzz. Split, man. you know, and this is, you know, we're here to have fun and in and kind of leave the sense of reality, right? Leave life, right? And this is our way to escape and enjoy and make money. And uh, people are just making it so much harder to enjoy Fintwit. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you can't judge a group of people based on one, two, three, five people, right? Nope. And unfortunately, it's it was more of the outsiders, right? Not even the people within the group. It was people outside of the group trying to cause issues because, you know, maybe they wanted to start their own groups or they wanted to, I ah, dude, I have no idea. Right. But it just started, started to become uh, childish and um, it was just too much, man. But yeah, I'll let Joe and Bo Joe, if you, you want to continue on why uh, we rebranded yeah. and all of that. So. Yeah. What did you guys observe? I think, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear what your thoughts were. Obviously, we started with the M. We had the philosophy was the fact that, you know, we wanted to teach people. We also wanted to not necessarily teach people, but we wanted a group where a community of people to come along, no matter what you are, whatever you got, whatever kind of trader, beginner, professional, late, early, SPACs, options, whatever it is. Uh, and obviously, it got bigger. You know, we kept getting bigger. And if, every name you see that you knew, you saw the M. Every time somebody commented at you, you, you knew whether it was an M or not. And then obviously, we got bigger. We got bigger. We had a lot of people. Like he said, we a lot of people I didn't even know, but I still follow them. They follow me. Uh, they would comment, message me. And I've been kind of like with the group that we talk about, or we talk with in our core group, I've been kind of like bugging for, I would say like a, a month or two, yeah, hey guys, we need to rebrand. It's just something I saw, like I, we just needed to rebrand because kind of like what he touched on, because anytime I said something or somebody else says something, oh, there goes that M. It's, to me, I take it as a, just, it started becoming like a discrimination kind of thing. You don't say, oh, well, there goes all those white people. There goes all those Hispanics. There goes all those black people attacking me just because that one person did. So that's what I kind of started seeing. Like every time somebody had a disagreement with an M, all of a sudden it was like, oh, there goes all the M's again. And it, they kept on attacking back. And like, all you M's are messed up. No, what do you mean all you M's? We got yeah, three people kind of mis misprofiled you. Yeah, so that's what I kind of didn't like. And I, I kind of really started... Uh, pushing into uh, LPP, Love, Peace, and Printing. Uh, I, I've been putting it up around, and then one of my followers was like, hey, Joe, man, LPP. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, all right, LPP sounds cool. It does. We were, uh, it's got yeah, a spring to it. 
Yeah, so that's what we started pushing. Like, we need to start rebranding, you know, rebranding. And then the M is a, it's a metro, metro uh, uh, trademark. And if we're going to grow and try to focus forward and, you know. Yeah, it doesn't do scale. Anything, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. We're going to have to deal with trademark. And if we do anything in the future. And uh, and it, it, the LPP really emphasizes what we really want to push forward. I even told my group and my homie, you know, all the guys that we're with, we really just got to stop, you know, like I, I'm the, like the big troll. I even stopped. You know, I even had that tweet where, you know, I apologized uh, to like a lot of the Atlas people, a lot of TRT and a lot of the individuals, you know. The reason why I apologized to them wasn't necessarily that I am sorry. I, I, I wanted them to understand that my trolling wasn't anything personal. That's where that apology came from. You know, like I did that on purpose. I did that to get people to wake up. I, get, I did that because, you know, like we discussed about the paid room, this and that. So like I attacked them probably the most for the last year and a half. So we, you know, we had our discussion regarding the AM and rebranding. So a couple of us didn't agree. And, you know, there's no problem. Like I still love the people that are still in there. And uh, so we just decided to rebrand. You know, we had a new Discord. The new Discord is the LPP Discord. And that's what we're going to move on forward with love, peace, and printing. You know, like you bash me, I look at it. I have trolls that troll me every single day for like two, three months. I look at it and I laugh. <laughs> All right, cool. And I move on. And we're going to just keep growing and getting better. And we still welcome everybody. So, Bones, would you say it's fair to say that you guys just you saw an opportunity to reset? Is that exactly what you guys did? Yeah, I, I would say so. You know, um, yeah, the we we wanted to move forward in a direction that is just it's solely focused about you know focusing on printing and helping the community i've been talking about that on my personal profiles for you know the last month month and a half and you know that's kind of my prerogative and that's all i basically want to do you know just kind of like joe i'm another one of those people that's definitely trolled people i'm one of those people that's definitely had unsavory interactions with others but you know that's not really my main point point. and at the end of the day um kind of how I said earlier about, you know, a lot of these people doing a lot of things in the community I don't really agree with. Uh, I can't change it at the end of the day. The only thing yep. I can do is help people. And so that's that's what I'm here to do. And that's uh, that's what we're doing moving forward. And that's what we're focused on in the LPP Discord is just helping people and growing and enabling the community. That's a big thing too that we're focused on. I, I truly believe there's a lot of power in the community all working together and uh, being something that, uh, you know, can really enable uh you're all good but that can really enable e each other uh you know um so yeah that's our main focus joe or bones how would you say you know the community responded you guys uh took the initiative to rebrand what was the general perception you know did you have to explain this or how, how did that yeah, yeah i think i think i think not everybody fully understands yet honestly uh yeah. you know um it we made the new discord about a week ago we have about 1200 members and we're super thankful for that um we had about 5000 in the previous one we Did wanted you just, you, so you didn't rename it no 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 we made a new server and uh yeah so we're we're hoping to you know get far beyond uh our previous numbers and just keep growing and the main reason for that is uh we believe that if all of us work together there's some really cool things we can do to enable the community and enable each other and uh you know, I, I truly believe that this community is really powerful. You know, there's a lot of us that are really focused, a lot of us, you know, facilitating a lot of money in the community. So there's a lot of important, it's important to us, you know. I feel like that's something people tend to forget, you know. It's just Twitter, it's just Discord, but this stuff's important to us. It's our money and it's, it's, it's not a joke, it's not a game. So if we can create environments that are really positive you know full of love peace and printing man just literally that and just really stick to that that's that's the goal that's the focus and that's where we want to be how do you guys you know govern though this the lpp to ensure that the same kind of shenanigans don't happen with the m group i think i think something uh i'll, I'll pass this off to the other guys too i know i've been kind of talking a lot here now but uh I think the big thing that we're about is we, we don't really want to police anybody, you know, it's yeah. all about everybody doing what they want. But at the end of the day, you know, we're going to just always reinforce what we believe is important, which is love, peace and printing. So, you know, at the end of the day, anybody can really do whatever they want. But uh, 
you know, we're going to just be driving home those main uh, themes that we keep talking about. That's awesome. Moses, did you want to add anything to that? Um, so, so the biggest, so the, the reason behind why people generalized a group of people, right, was because we, um, we threw up, we threw up a symbol, right, beside our usernames on Twitter. And um, it, 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 you know, actually, we did it to ourselves, right, it gave people a, a an opportunity to uh, talk down or generalize the M's, right? Because anyone with an M, right? Um, you know, you know, obviously, you know, they all are the same, right? They all have the same mentality and and, and morals and the view views in life, right? Which is silly, right? So, um, just removing that and kind of restarting, um, honestly, will fix will fix ninety nine point nine percent of those issues, right? That was literally the only issue we had right it was that symbol and people grouping people who had that symbol as as one person right and um now we just we're developing uh, developing in a, a community not only on on fintwit but on on discord um you know no one has a symbol on their name we're, we're kind of just like um you know ourselves but we're also promoting the discord we're also uh, accepting people to join the discord and you know, you can ask anyone, right? And I think Bones and and and, and uh, Trader Joe are very similar in this sense. Um, and you don't, you didn't see this with a lot of uh, larger accounts. Uh, we were always open to to talking, right, to people. And this can go back to why I don't agree with paid services, right? Because I go out of my way, right, and I talk to people. And uh, whenever someone has a question or if someone wants to. Uh, get a better understanding of, of how stacks work or how warrants work. Honestly, man, I just go, I'll go out of my way and I'll teach them and I'll give them resources. I'll, I'll tell them what to read and what to look out for and, and what dates are important. You know, I, you know, there's a certain responsibility that you take on yourself when you gain a, a, a large amount of followers. Right. And I don't think people realize it is a responsibility, even, even if we're not, financial advisors or not professionals you're taking on a large group of people that follow you and look up to you um, in, in a certain way right and you have to understand that what you say or how you say things matter now right it's not like having 50 people following you when you have 30 40 50 thousand people following you everything matters right um so so yeah i mean that that was my take i don't know if joe if you had something no, like I touched on earlier, the fact that, you know, a couple of a core groups that we had, you know, we had the M and we wanted to rebrand. A couple of us didn't agree. And uh, a couple of, obviously, Muzz, I and Joe and a whole other, the main core that are taking care of it just moved on. It just like My example I use is the fact that you worked for Nike for 10 years, five years, whatever you want to call it. And all of a sudden you had an idea to create a shoe. And you went to make a shoe. Simple as that. Like to me, I like I, the the ones that are attacking us or whatever it is you want to call it. I I still got love for the people I still started with. So there's no 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 hard feelings. Like because I get messages of uh, DM to a couple of followers like, man, he's saying this about you or he to keep attacking you. I was just, just just let them be, man. And the funny thing is, I I still love them. I mean, I, I we've been chatting with each other for a year and a half, and you expect me to just say, okay, F you now? Like, I still love them, man. We, we had a lot of conversations. We shared a lot of different ideas with stocks and, and learning. And, you know, so it's sad to see, you know. I, I didn't, I honestly did not expect that. But it is what it is. Certain people, that's kind of, that's kind of the emotional factor. Like, with my bashing that I did when I was starting Twitter, you know. It just, uh, we're LPP Discord. I love peace printing. That's a core. That's why I, I, I said I'll never reply to whatever it is. I'm trying to move forward. Uh, we will keep on growing. We still welcome everybody. You know, um, it's, it is what it is, man. It's our new Discord, that's what it is. We're no longer the M Discord. And let's just keep moving forward. I wish them I wish them nothing but luck. You know, I hope if they keep growing, they keep growing. They don't, they don't. That's how we, you know, got to do it. I think it will. I think people look for you know leadership 
I think, for people to uh, to help guide the experience. And I think, you know, you guys are great in that regard. So much so, it's like, I think you should start, you know, your own, like, bi-weekly podcast where you just put out just uh, a dialogue amongst yourselves. You know, it just further reinforces the, the mission, the values, and why you guys are doing what you're doing. I think people will be really receptive to that, and I think it'd be tremendously successful. And, or maybe even until you do, you know, the live video thing with uh, on Discord. You know, it's got those capabilities, and uh, I think it'd go a long ways. I know I personally would be really enthusiastic about that, but that's just my own, you know, spitballed idea right there. No, we do, we do got a lot of ideas. You know, we... Uh... Jojo and Muzz, we always constantly uh, spin off ideas as well as the other group members. Uh, so we talk about it. We chit chat daily, you know, we kind of see what we want to do next. Uh, that's that's definitely on the table, you know. So well, I we'll think it's fair to say you just getting started, right? That's how I look at it. You know, we, re, we like what Jojo said, we just rebranded last week. Last week, we're already up to 1,200. Uh, we're awesome. with a lot of people, you know, we're connecting with you, you know, already with the interview and uh, just, uh, this little YouTube channel going on. So it's, it's, it's like I always tell people, man, don't ever short us. Yep. Don't ever short us. Every time they shorted, like the end when we started, we just kept getting bigger. They shorted us again, we got bigger. Now this is going on, all we're going to do is get bigger. And the love piece printing is everywhere, man. People are loving it. Uh, like you talk about new leadership. I've been an administrator in education and I've been a you know, discipline and I know I I I pride myself in two things: controlling my emotions very well when it comes to differences, and the fact that throughout my life growing up, I am tears in my eyes, and I am blessed with the fact that I could get along with every single background. I've had friends from every different culture, friends from. That's why I feel the different change in leadership sometimes it makes a big difference. Yeah. So, but it, it is what it is. You know, I don't want to dwell on the past i want to move forward my whole focus since we branded it to all the jojo and muds and the others is let's move forward man i'm done trolling that's like i told you that's why i did that tweet i'm done trolling i'm going back to teaching pretty soon you know my limitations of being on twitter all day can obviously go down a little bit but i want to keep going forward man love peace printing man let's all print some money let's get some things going let's educate some people stay positive let's just shoot forward well, you know, I think everything you guys are doing is admirable. I love the message. I love just the your ambition. Um, you know, I, I, we're coming to our conclusion here. I just want to ask either of you guys, does anyone have like a final statement? What do you want to leave our audience with? Bones, you want to kick us off? Yeah, man, I'll say something then, uh, you know, I'll pass it to the rest. Just, uh, you know, everybody uh, just join our Discord. But most importantly, more importantly than that, I think... Uh, Everybody just have a plan. Just know what you want from the market, whether you're investing or trading. Uh, you know, if you if you get greedy, you know, if you act like a pig, you get slaughtered. All those good things. So, yeah. I love it. Very concise. Buzz, what about you? Um, dude, honestly, man, it's just, um, you know, one of the hardest things in life to realize is uh, it's just being yourself, you know, and um finding things in life that works for you and not work you know and not necessarily works for others right and uh until you find that one thing that works for you right it, you know it could be you know again stacks it could be uh just options it could be a specific sector it could be tech it could be whatever right finding that one thing that works for you and finding a group of people who accept you and and kind of um um, play as a, a back or a backbone uh, to your success or your failures or whatever uh, is, is very important, right, in, in this community. Um, no matter what, right, there's always going to be haters, right? No matter how, you know, you know what they say, you know, when you have haters, that means you're doing something right. Um, and I've had haters and I've had, you know, people who reached out to me and thanked me for changing their lives and um, you know, you know, it's funny, you know, these apes on, on Twitter, they claim, um, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're part of a movement, right? Or whoever the hell these other groups are that, that believe they're part of a movement. Um, and they're telling people to hold and hold and hold. And a lot of these people are throwing a shit ton of money in these stocks. 
Um, but what what in reality, the true movement is is people who actually tell you to take your profits and uh, you know mitigate your risk and hedge your account and you know all of that fun stuff while having fun on on Twitter. Uh, because until you realize these big boys don't give two shits about you, you're always going to hold, man. You're always going to fail. You're always going to lose. Um, so so it's very it's a very important mentality to develop. Um, and yeah, man, I, I mean, I think every single one of us have great hearts and, um, we take pride in what we do and we're always willing to help people. I respond to 98% of people who reach out to me if they want to DM, if, if they want me to DM them, I'll DM them right away. That's awesome. Um, you know, all of that stuff, right. I, I think, you know, if, if you're willing to have thousands of people as followers and, um, and, and all of that, you should put aside some time in the day to, to give back. And, uh, I think we it's all have that mentality. Right? So it's rewarding so, for you. It's re- probably rewarding and gratifying for you guys to be able to engage with people and to help 100%. them in any regard. Right. 100% man. It's a great feeling. And I know that that sounds kind of corny, right? But oh, not at it, all. Feel, it feels good, man. It, it does, man. When, when I had one guy reach out to me and I don't really post how much money I have or, you know, what cars I drive. I, I'm not like that. Right. I'll post percentage gains to kind of get people motivated or, or to buy certain calls or stocks or whatever. Um, but when you have people reach out to you and say like, dude, um, you know, this, th- that pick really helped me pay off, you know, my son's medical bills. I mean, dude, that touches your heart, man. You know, and that kind of uh, makes you feel like you should keep going right and doing the right thing and and all of that so um yeah man so joe what about you final comment what do you want to leave is always remember to take your profits yep always remember to take your profits now but uh main thing is uh i love the fact that we created a community where everybody's everybody i hope you guys all feel welcome i love everybody i teach for a reason i feel like i'm kind of doing the same thing here uh even though i'm not a professional i just share my insights of through the years of experience of what i see daily what i see from the stocks what i see movement uh you have all enriched me i i I try to tell that to everybody you know everybody's enriched me that's why everybody's welcome uh let's focus on love peace printing let's bring the whole community together uh and then a shout out to all those people that, you know, we started with. And uh, let me give the names here. Dr. Easy, Luke, uh, Dick Dollar, Spackman Jones, uh, Gordon Gaines, Bones, Craig. Uh, let's see my other room over here, man. But these guys were all always, always together, man. Always together, no matter what supported us. Stocks Girl, uh, Mr. Glocks, Nick, DC Trader, Investor, uh, Irish Investor, Marks the Martin, and list goes on, man. And then all those people that, and then uh, Dracula, let's back Dracula, McGregor, uh, Johnny, Mike, Hungry Egg, everybody. And then everybody that joined us on the Discord, uh, LPP Discord, man. I appreciate your love. I appreciate your guys' support. And I thank you as well for, you know, having us on here, you know, to share our, our insights and so that everybody kind of gets a little better understanding of what we are and what we're going forward. Well, you know, it's a real pleasure connecting with you guys today. And for everyone who's listening, of course, check in the uh, the description of this episode for their individual Twitter accounts. Follow them. Ask them questions. They make time for, for everyone. And then, of course, click the link. Join their Discord. There's a lot to learn. Um, and, you know, there's obviously quality people to connect with. So, again, gentlemen... Thank you all for making time today. I think we're all, you know, excited to see where this is going. And uh, I think everything you're doing is admirable. So keep up the great work. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate it, man. Yep. You guys have a great rest of your day, and we look forward to following you on Twitter. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Love, peace, friends, everyone.